0: Jack and the question everyone is asking is what does the cancellation of the 2026 Commonwealth Games in Victoria mean for New Zealand athletes? So 233 athletes represented us in the Birmingham Games last year in 19 different sports and two para sports. And this, of course, includes netball. Netball New Zealand CEO Jenny Wiley is with us now. Kia ora, Jenny. Kia ora. What is your response to the news today?
1: Oh, look, it was a bit of a shock, really. Um, Didn't see it coming, and, yeah, pretty disappointed to hear that Victoria have withdrawn.
0: Yeah, were you surprised?
1: Oh, yeah, pretty surprised. Um, It was unexpected news. I don't think anyone really saw it coming. Um, Our understanding is there'd been site visits, there'd been really good progress made in terms of um, delivery. Uh, So, yeah, it's a bit of a shock, really.
0: Seven billion dollars is the is the forecast cost from um, the Premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews. I mean, that does sound like a vast sum of money. Can you understand that from from a taxpayer's perspective, that might be too much money to spend on an event like the Commonwealth Games?
1: I think that sounds like an extraordinary amount of money, um, but I know that the bid included um, additional housing, transport and infrastructure, which would be legacy projects. Mm. It's not actually the cost of the games. So what I know the CGF have been focused on is making sure that games are sustainable and draw on existing resources. So I think there would have been a different way to present the games um, had they chosen to go down that path. But clearly they were looking at uh, a way of investing in other longer standing projects.
0: How important are the Commonwealth Games to netball?
1: Oh, look. The Commonwealth Games is incredibly important to the New Zealand team, and netball is part of that. Normally, when we go to our pinnacle events, and and we're off to South Africa in in 10 days to start, um, uh, we travel as our own team with our supporters, which is great, but for Commonwealth Games, we travel as the New Zealand team. And so that group of athletes and management are representing their country alongside the entire New Zealand team, which is a very different experience and something that's incredibly special and only a few people get to do. So yeah it's got a lot of draw cards in that sense. Yeah that must
0: be really special for, for players and team management alike. since, since netball isn't um, contested at the Olympics this is is it fair to say Jenny, this is the only time that the team gets to interact in a kind of games village environment alongside other New Zealand athletes and other sports?
1: Yeah you've nailed it. I mean for them it is that unique experience to be part of a broader multi-sport event, uh, -event, multi-event games which I know ignites New Zealand's passion as well and they get to see all those Kiwis on the world stage all at once across a myriad of different sports. It's very unique um, and so I know our athletes get such a you know such a rewarding experience for them to be able to attend in that environment
0: yeah how does this from from a new zealand netball perspective so not just from the entire sport but from a new zealand netball perspective how would this compare to say like a, a, a world champs or something like that when it comes to um you know or Tairi Jameson trophy or something like that when it comes to the 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 competitions that players actually want to compete in
1: Oh, the players are up for it. I mean, it's one of our pinnacle events. We've got a world champs and the Commonwealth Games is an opportunity to go for medals. And it's incredibly important for that aspirational element, but also the athletes just love it. Yeah. Um, You know, getting out there, putting on the fern, the team colours, um, being part of something bigger than just your own unit is, um, yeah, really unique and special for them. So it's something that we really hold dear in our sporting calendar.
0: And and, and is it fair to say that, that um, you know, the criticisms around the Commonwealth Games not having some of the top level nations when it comes to, say, um, you know, so, so, some of the other sports, say swimming, for example, you know, missing the United States, um, when it comes to netball, actually the strongest countries are generally represented?
1: Yes, the strongest countries are there. Um, it's, it's traditionally been a Commonwealth Games sport or yeah. a Commonwealth sport. And so you, you have a world champs with 16 teams and you see some developing and emerging nations there, which is great. And at Com Games, you have 12. And in Birmingham, that event was sold out, 8,000 seats, an amazing atmosphere every session. It was one of the most well-attended um, events in Birmingham. So I'm really encouraging CGF, and I know they'll be looking really hard to mm. look at an alternative. It's, it's crucial to put this back on the world stage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, how, how, does, um, how does this announcement compare for the likes of netball squash and lawn bowls compared to other sports that are at the Commonwealth Games that are also contested at the Olympics?
1: Well, it's difficult to say. They're, they're all different, aren't they? But we all know in a four-year cycle, an athlete can come and go in terms of their um, performances. Yeah. So each of those kind of events presents an opportunity for a new um, face to be you know found on the world stage and so it's it's not any less um, than one of the other pinnacle events and it provides another opportunity for those people to be out there representing their country and and I'm all for that.
0: So if 2026 doesn't go ahead and they just have to scrap the games and the next games do you think there'll be a 2030 event or do you reckon that that's going to be a bit of a death knell?
1: Look, I I think they're going to continue on with it. I reckon they will find an alternative host. I have no doubt that the CGF will be pulling out all pins to do that. But I think it just is indicative of the new and innovative way that people need to think about this. It can't be the traditional way of doing um, multi-sport events. We have to be okay with it looking and feeling a bit different, but also delivering to that new fan experience. So I think they'll have something in 26. Mm. Um, wait with bated breath to see what it's like and 2030 is absolutely still on the cards.
0: Yeah and when you say a new fan experience what do you mean by that Jenny?
1: Well I think we need to engage our young people more yeah. in, in sport and cater for how they want to consume sport. Um, the traditional ways and what we did back in our day probably aren't fit for purpose going forward mm. so I know there's new thinking, there's new sports emerging. So, um, yeah, I'm all for how do we create that new vibe and new audiences um, across the board.
0: We need to drive to survive it, don't we, Jenny? We need to turn it yeah, into a Netflix a l- doco. a little
1: bit like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I tell
0: you what, it'd actually be cracking. Imagine how good the Commonwealth got. You could turn it into a sort of a reality show as well in the Athletes' Village, wouldn't it? That'd be superb. If oh. you had a bit of fly-on-the-wall <laughs> stuff and the different teams getting along with each other, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't yeah.
1: it? I'm sh- I'm sure there's lots of content behind the scenes. There you go, yeah. Netflix. Yeah, we've well, so, got to be careful yeah. how much nope. we say
0: there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's hey, right. Thank you yeah. so much, Jenny. I'm glad we solved the world's problems this evening. That is uh, Netball New Zealand CEO Jenny Wiley. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.